Own the Future podcast series with Claudia Lee. AI, part two. If you were in the partner shoes, Debo, um, what are some of the top use cases that you would recommend our partners really research and build practices around? It could be an industry use case or a, you know, kind of a solutions case. What would you recommend to our partners? Absolutely. So, yeah, uh, so I think I'll answer my question based on my two taglines in my, in my LinkedIn profile. So for AI for infra, I would say with that in mind, which is pretty much Prism Ops and the next evolution of Prism Ops, I would, uh, my recommendation to the partner community is that when you build a managed service for any application uh, that your customer is using, consider Prism Ops to be this set of tools and this help that you can then manage your infra better. Because there is, in a, in a managed service offering, there's always this thing about you can build applications on top of infra, but you need to manage the infra. That is the biggest pain point. Yep. Most of the And that, that efficiency really directly yeah. drives your bottom line for sure. Yes. Right. Yeah. Um, so that we want to help our partners take the pain off their shoulders. So now coming back to the other part of my um, tagline, like infra for AI, this is something, this is a new conversation. So I would say that this is a huge opportunity for our partners to work with our customers in different verticals, retail, healthcare, fintech, you know, public sector, and so on and so forth. The space is almost like a white space too for our partners uh, and customers. This is where we can, uh, they can go and talk to the lines of business as well as our, our traditional IT, because there's a lot of infrastructure, net new infrastructure needs because of machine learning. So the story goes like this. As customers, you know, modernize their infrastructure due to the digital transformation, essentially everybody's going through a digital transformation and AI is fueling that, accelerating that. There's a lot more data in the enterprise. And because of that, you need to analyze the data apply, uh, you know, your uh, AI ML, and then build solutions that then help accelerate that transformation. And in order to do that, customers are in acute need of easy, consistent, managed infrastructure. And, uh, and most of the time with hardware acceleration like GPUs to do AI ML. Now, th- this is a huge pain point for our production IT and in general, IT in general, because AI ML is a very different workload compared to the traditional um, infra, uh, IT infrastructure workloads. Absolutely. It's a mindset change what you just described. I need a second to absorb what you're saying, right? It's a, diff- it's a different mindset for deploying technology to enable that digital transformation, right? instead of thinking about it in the architectural mapping out of all that can be in a way so much faster and, you know, um, scalable, right? With right. ML. And, and, and in order to do that, I mean, to my partners, our partners, my recommendation is let, let's have these conversations. And with the conversations, you'll get to know how they are deploying their AI life cycle. 
to focus not on the infra, but focus on the AI lifecycle of their enterprise, of the customer's enterprise. And then map it into what the infrastructure needs will be. And most of the time, it's going to be a consistent infrastructure, a multi-cloud infrastructure, and also something that's shared. It's a AIML should be able to run on shared IT infrastructure. Usually these are the taglines to look for. So this is what you're describing is something that a lot of customer organizations want to do, but they absolutely need help to do that, right? right. So that's where the partner could come in and help even just facilitate that conversation and think about how to leverage technology to accomplish what the customer is describing in, in the new world of AI ML um, enabled infra. Awesome. So let me uh, let me transition a little bit, Debo, from our day to day Nutanix and IT industry lives to applying your expertise into other areas. So I think we were talking about cricket earlier. Um, Do you envision a state, a future state, where AI ML is informing or changing the world of cricket? So actually, that's a very interesting question. If I just think uh, and and you know think ahead. A um, lot of times, people do a lot of analysis on the game. Like, you know, you have commentators who look at the footage and will analyze. I think in a, in a new world, you'll be able to have computer vision, look at the feeds and analyze. Also, the roles of the umpires. Umpires will have a better set of tools to figure out if the, there was yeah. a clean ball or, you know, the, the ball just yeah. grazed past. That's where machines can help us because there's human error currently today, right? Yeah. And that's that uh, role, yeah. Yeah, so the, the, if you think about computer vision in general, I think it can, it'll have sweeping changes on any kind of game, not just cricket, because you'll be able to analyze frames, moves, and, and coaches can then look at that and the system can even recommend what went wrong. They cannot replace the coach or the umpire, but they can actually help them. So it's not mm-hmm. about replacing humans, but improving the efficiency of the human in the loop. Yeah, enhancing exactly. the human eye and the, yeah, exactly. Yeah. So different question, Debo, because I never get to talk to folks that do what you do and with your special expertise, like uh, for your uh, friends and acquaintances that are in, that are not not in tech, right? What's the movie that you get asked about the most? Like, is the world going to become like X movie, right? Like when they hear that you're doing artificial intelligence, like what's something that happened in a movie that you can envision will happen in the next few years? That's an interesting question because (laughs) uh, honestly, we don't want to be in the state of Wally. If you like, I like Disney cartoons, but um, we don't want to be there. But I think there's a fear that, AI will drive all kinds of technologies. AI is going to eat up software. Software is going to eat up the world. And we are going to go to the space. And we are going to not care about our environment. And I think the fear is that we'll destroy our uh, our world as we live in because of over-reliance uh, on technology. If you look at Wally, you'll see how people become too reliant on technology mm-hmm. and not taking care of the environment. Not it's a cautionary of tale. Yeah. yeah. So you get you uh, think about that sometimes too, right? Yeah. So I think that is something that people really worry about, especially um, like 
is AI going to be, is AI uh, going to take over um, the world? Like, you know, today you have robots that work in the shop floor. That's great because that's a very uh, risky, uh, unsafe, uh, you know, uh, environment like mines. But if robots start taking over some of the higher end jobs, I think there is some real fear. And what would your answer be to that, right? In a way, the, the positive side is, is that, like you said, automation can help take out some of the mundane manual things so that we free up humans to do more creative things. Right. So I think automation is here to stay. Um, but the fear of automation taking over uh, jobs and people's lives, that is a little, uh, it's hard for me to believe that it's going to happen soon. Um, we don't know if it, it'll happen, but it's not going to happen in the near future. AI will be like this clutch. Uh, I mean, that will help you uh, to go, move our lives into uh, better gear. Yeah, it'll um, be an enabler for sure. Yeah, yeah. It'll be an enabler. Yeah. At least for several years, if you look at self-driving cars, they really will take a long time to actually be self-driving, but it'll help humans who, uh, who feel you know, sleepy after a long day. <laughs> I can't wait for the self-driving cars. I plan to nap everywhere I go. <laughs> and that's happening, right? If you look at even ordinary cars, I think AI's uh, promise will trickle down into our daily lives. It's going. It's making our lives better and safer. Nice. On that note, Debo, I just wanted to thank you for a very interesting, enlightening conversation. I think there's no way we could cover everything to talk about in this space in a short time, but hopefully we gave our partner community some really exciting things to think about and to continue to research and build out right in their businesses. And I predict you'll be very popular with our Nutanix partners that will want to, like you said, sit down talk about use cases, talk about what that means for their customers. So thank you so much. No, thank you, Claudia, for inviting me to this and to the partner community. I'm ready to have a conversation whenever they are. <laughs>